This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listening to a Talker Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news that seems important to us, dive into our community, answer some quick questions from our community members, and then say goodbye. So, how's the last few weeks been? Inazuma. Inazuma. Genshin Impact. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. I actually have things to actually do in that stupid game now. <laughs> I was scared too because it, you like come into the starting area where it's like the first little like dock area, and then they're talking about how they won't let you leave, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, there's nothing here. Like, there's no... I'm looking for chests. I'm, like, already, like, in chest mode. And all I find is, like, some boxes with carrots and stuff in it. And I'm going, this is a bad sign. Like, this is a, this is an Apple Island thing all over again where I see nothing. <laughs> Thankfully, once you leave the first area, suddenly I know where there's chests. Yeah, I'd, um, I was uh, thinking that we were going to be doing uh, first impressions this... Or, yeah, first impressions... Nah... Yeah, first impressions this week. You said preview last time we tried to record this, and I'm like, wait. And now you're second-guessing yourself. Um, yeah, I'd, uh, I was expecting a first impressions this week, and so I was trying to um, balance getting playing that and, and keep up with my shows, and I was falling really behind, and I was going to just binge last night. So I went ahead, and all I was going to do was just do my dailies real quick and – the game crashed just before I went to go and do my bosses. And so I was freaking out. I spent all night up until 2 o'clock last night trying to get that game running. I did. I, I never did tell you what it was. It was my freaking antivirus. Oh, yeah. For whatever reason, decided randomly in the middle of my game that it didn't like that game no more. <laughs> it is from China. <laughs> so, yeah. Can't that, trust Chinese software. So yeah, it was um it it was an absolute beast to fix the problem. Um finally got it working, went ahead and did some ley lines real quick and 
made some more condensed. <laughs> I wish you could break them out of condensed. They didn't, they didn't make that possible thing. But yeah, um, I like Ayaka. I, I, I actually, when I first got her, I wasn't thinking I was going to like her. Like the way that she played. It was very charge attack based. But after like a while of like building her up and using her, it's like, okay, she's actually pretty... She's fun to play. She's different. Like, she's very... You have to do your dashes to get your weapon imbued with ice, and then you have to do charge attacks, and then use your R2, and then her ultimate just destroys everything, so... It's truth, a lot of fun. Truth be told, her... her um, I still don't like the dash, though. I mean, the same thing with Mo- Mona. I, I, really I, didn't, think... I didn't care for Mona's dash. Um, Ayaka's feels a little bit better, yeah, they but it's only modern. Supposedly made Ayaka's the same. Like, they made it yeah, I, less pushy to your direction. Yeah, when I was um, goofing off with it, it seemed like it was improved, but still, she feels a little bit clunky. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what what it is about the two. Um, what what is? I I think it's because she feels like she's move, she's coming up faster. Well, plus, is that, you get that makes stuck sense. on stuff. Like, yeah. if there's like a small like divot in the road, it's like they get stuck on it, and it's like if you're trying to dash out of stuff, it's not really something you want. Plus, if you're just trying to go somewhere, now I have not on things. I I haven't really tried um uh ayaka in combat per se ayaka ayaka <laughs> it's not ayaka <laughs> not from not Shintenchi Muyo. um but mona technically i have because i play tested her a while back i sh- i guess i should probably try and do her um test stage to see if she feels a little how she feels in combat but between the two just moving around on the map technically um ayaka feels better yeah, like I said, it, Ayaka is, like, very... She has a system that you go through in order to fight. It's like, it's not just run up and punch things. It's not just run up and hit R2. It's not just run up and hit Q. It's like, there's a system to each step that you take in order to get to her match damage potential. It's, like I said, it's kind of kind of interesting, in my opinion. I I kind of wonder as a main DPS, but now I right, right now just have her with Ganyu. And so they kind of resonate with each other. And then I have everything else, so it... It works out, man. It's it's actually like I said, it's different, even though it's not necessarily, in my opinion, the most overpowered character. Which, which, by the way, anybody who's wondering, I did end up accidentally getting Ayaka and Mona this banner on accident. Literally in four pulls, I got uh, her, Mona, and Chunyong, and a Dagum sword of some sort. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> <It's a weapon. laughs> my, my frustration is I built up a whole lot of Primo gems and then, yeah, did not win the 50-50. I never win the 50-50. Never. <laughs> that is one thing I do somehow get lucky with. I, n- knock at on least, wood because now suddenly I'm probably going to get horrible. <laughs> at least after getting the pity, getting Gene again, and then going through again, I only had to go to 50. So that's my only positive is that I, had, I didn't have to go to 70 again. So... Uh, I always have to go to pity, except for that one time I saved twenty rolls. <laughs> Thank goodness. But now, like I said, it's 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 nice to actually have things to do finally. Like I and I'm not trying to rush it. Like I'm just I'm taking my time because I, of course, have a lot of things to do around with with the the podcast and the and the YouTube. But it is nice to have like I can turn it on and actually go out and do stuff. The only thing that's frustrating right now is that there's so many new materials that I'm like getting the soccer pedals to raise her up is taking forever because there's only like. 15 on the field and i take those out and then it takes three days to get 15 more it's just i'm i'm finally at like 30 of 60 for her last ascension so thankfully soon i'll be done so now i'm like actively looking for sayu and and yoyimiya's 
stuff right now because I'm afraid it's going to be the same situation. I'm absolutely dreading the next banner because I, I know for a fact uh, they're going to kill me when I go to roll for her because I want her bad. And she plays absolutely almost as almost to a T just like Fischl. And I loved playing her. Yeah. When they have the, the mission, her story mission, I, I love how they have these events, an event story for Ayaka and Yoimiya. And it's like, they're literally in, they're required to go through the main story. They're not, special event stories they're literally part of the story you're not gonna bypass them but yeah when you do yoimiya's you get to play as her and she was pretty fun actually i still don't like her charge shot but like yeah. you said she's she's more technically used the r2 and then just machine gun shot mm-hmm. she's not really so much about charge shot shooting even though she has a charge shot yeah. thing that does a little it's like it's so stupid <laughs> why even bother her it's like, I mean, with Ganyu, at least you're like doing this whole boosh and then you do like this insane uh, second follow up hit. But it's like, other than that, it's, it's completely useless. Yeah. And I love the way that Fischl plays. And that's that's one of the main reasons why I got so excited about bow users, because I love the way Fischl plays and having another one that plays similarly. It will really, it's, it's hard to kick the Ganyu thing, though. Like every time I play Fischl, I always want to do the charge shot. Like, oh, wait, no, Ryan, <laughs> don't do that with her. I, 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 and that's, and that's one of those frustrating things. I want, I love Ganyu. I don't get me wrong. I, I do like her, her charge shot thing. It's really cool. And, and a lot of, uh, really overpowered, but I, I have a really hard time with the whole aim shot shoot thing because I want to play her like a sniper and they don't allow that. I do fine as a sniper. Like I said, her, technically her attacks are based on range. So it works in the end. Or is that because my bow? I don't remember. I think it might be the bow. But yeah, that's been that's been fun. I still have my frustrations with that game, especially the gotcha system. But it's it's always a lot of fun, and I'm I'm getting through it. So they're not gonna change. They they like the <laughs> money they're making. Yeah, there was something the other day that I was getting frustrated with, and it's like I almost wanted to tweet out like, "Can you please stop this?" And I'm like, "Eh, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care." It's like their their controller, like the controller sport. The controller sports always feels so afterthought. Like the whole tethering and electrical thingies, it's like L1 square, and then you have to switch to do R1. And it's like, who designed this? <laughs> this makes this is like not even. Yeah, intuitive. I kept trying to do the 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 right bumper. Um, uh, and then I'll actually open the keep... map or something because I'm hitting the R1 and I'm going forward and I'm trying to tether and it signifies that it's R1 up on the joystick. So it opens up the map and I'm like, no, it, it's R1 square, but I'm trying to do this at the same time. It's just, like I said, is it's, it's an afterthought. And that's, that's what it's like. You have so many ding buttons on this controller. Why can't you use one of these? <laughs> oh, well it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, anything else, anything else exciting? Started playing a little bit final fantasy again. Yeah. 14. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got back on that. I'm trying to do my dailies again. That's uh, I I missed the game, and, and of course everybody probably knows it's the hype's going like crazy right now. With obviously World of Warcraft's going terrible, and now the recent news is that they pretty much stopped all production on World of Warcraft. So everybody's playing Final Fantasy suddenly out of nowhere. <laughs> Even people that despise the game suddenly like the game because everybody's getting viewership from Final Fantasy. So. It is kind of funny seeing some of the people that I watch on a regular basis suddenly on know where they're playing Final Fantasy, and it's like, 
you don't even like this game. Why even? Why even bothering? You're all about playing what you want to play, and now you're suddenly playing this, and you don't like it. And I, and I, the thing that I get the most kick out of is, and I hear it from every single one of the streamers, is the same thing. I don't care about the story. It's like then don't bother, don't yeah. bother. And they're like, but I might run into something that I'll enjoy, and then I'll get into the story. And I'm like. You can't. You're skipping through everything. You're not even reading it. How are you going to get interested in the story? What are you waiting for a character to die? And you go, oh, wait, what just happened? Oh, now I'm interested because a character died or something. It's like you're not getting anything out of just getting right through all the all the stuff. So I don't know. It's 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 cool because I get seen some people that I like playing the game. At the same time, it's like you're not getting anything out of it. You're getting frustrated. I Maximilian dude, which I love his streams to death, but. And I like the controller support in that game. It's actually really intuitive, but it's like, I'll never tank with the controller. Watching him tank with the I'm, controller is I, like, no. I have, no. I have yet to figure out a way to tank with, with, with a controller. Like, it I've done DPS seem... as a controller. Just as I want to be lazy and I want to play controller, but I don't I don't see, like, positioning and stuff. I just don't see controller working. And healer would be god-awful. No, no I, I, I did that <laughs> once, and... It works if you get used to it, but it's still it's like it's not as intuitive as a controller and keyboard and mouse, so or a mouse and keyboard. So it's yeah, but yeah, it's it's a it's a great game. It's beautiful. Um, I love the story. I can't get enough of it. I found out that I have like crap tons of quests to do before the next expansion comes out that have been released since I stopped playing. So <laughs> that'll be interesting to get all that caught up. Uh, a lot of stuff to cover. I up. still have. 75% of the story main storyline. I'm working on it. I really You're am. just getting into Shadowbringers. He's like, I need to get into the story that everybody's excited about. I'm like, you're a little bit late. Just gotta, gotta get caught up. Uh, but I got like uh, four more characters to get to 80, I think. So I'm getting close to, to capping out my levels at least. Um, yeah, I think I'm at farther. 74, 75. That'll, that on my, on my main character, the class that I chose, I, I chose to do Gunbreaker, and I'm trying to catch up real quick. And and I still, once I get 80, I still have all the patches since. <laughs> quest to go through. A yeah. A lot of quests. To, but it's it's good quest. I mean, they're good I just, stories. I kind of wish what they would do is allow you to, I mean, even if they figure out some way to do the experience so that I can still continue on the main storyline quest with and and just work up my other characters. I know that's too overpowered, but it's just annoying that I have I can do the quest on my paladin, but once I go to turn it in, I get no credit for it. It's just annoying. One of those what annoyances. You, what do you mean? I'm not following you. <laughs> Switching you can, characters in yeah, middle quest? Sw- switch your class so that you can get the uh, oh. work on the character while you're you're doing the quest, but once you go to turn it in, it says Oh, you have to be level eighty to turn it in. I, I I know because I did that during Heaven's Award. I want to say I did that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. I, I think that's I think that's basically it. Just Final Fantasy, Genshin, and trying to get caught up on everything. <laughs> I think I'm pretty much. I think I think I think I still I still have uh. Honor at high school to finish up, and obviously, I think Jahi's coming up next week or maybe this week. So, other than that, I think I'm pretty much done with my first impressions, and then we can start getting into. <laughs> I, I think once I get the first impressions done, I'll probably set up my weekly watches. I think right now it's to your eternity, um, Sunny Boy, 
Uh, I want to get caught up on Hirashi, and that's that's what I'll end up starting to do as well at the same time. And something else, I'm, I'm forgetting something. I think I want to do Aided in Deity's No Only Peace. That's been a very promising show. I, I'm like that stuff. Did you watch that yet? I watched two episodes. I want to say that's yeah, pretty much all. I, the time. <laughs> I was middle of the road on it. I didn't. Yeah. It, it, it has a rough a ending bit. on the first episode, definitely. <laughs> well, the, technically, the begin the whole second episode for me. So the ending of the first episode. Do you agree with me that that was? It's not that that like you know me. It's like I'm fine with that technically being a storytelling beat. I just think it was portrayed very tastefully. Like it, it was whimsical the way they portrayed it. I mean, it's supposed to be unsettling, and I understand why they did it. it but it I ju- think it's very distasteful how they did it. <laughs> Quite frankly, it really pissed me off. That's all. Yeah, I it's going to. Yeah, it's <laughs> I don't know. Re- I don't know if it was because it was portrayed as whimsical. I, I, yeah, I mean, I it looks like they were doing a stupid dancing with yeah, everything. I, like I said, it's supposed to be disturbing, but it's still you're portraying it that way, and it wasn't necessary. And I, I think that's kind of why it ticked me off so much. Maybe um, it just. In general, I I literally I was getting a- upset at the scene, so yeah. I guess maybe that's what it was supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, pull it off, I guess. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, but yeah, a lot of stuff to get caught up on, and I I'm assuming that once we come around to yeah, Pirate Princess is supposed to be next mid next month, and then Jahi's the end of this month. I think there's another show that's like a late start. There's so many late starting shows this season. It's kind of annoying for, for what we do. It's very <laughs> annoying because we have to like schedule things around for it. But uh, yeah, suffice to say, Spar- uh, Pirate Princess will not be on our first impressions podcast. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, let's let's dive in the news that should be important to you because it's important to us. That it's important to you. That's important to us. And that's uh first one we have is Jujutsu Kaisen manga returns from hiatus on June 21st. So I was I must have forgotten about this, but yeah, apparently the manga has been on hiatus because of the uh obvious the author author's poor health. So um good to see hopefully that he's you know returned to health and that we can continue it. But uh that's cool. That's cool. Uh, let's see here. Shueisha Young uh, Weekly Young Jump has announced that Shadow House manga is going to be going on hiatus. This is like the hiatus podcast episode. I think there's like four bits of news about hiatuses. Uh, but yeah, Shadow House is going on hiatus and will be returning after August 26th in the release of that issue. So yeah, that's um that's sad news, especially well, we, after the. I I happened to notice I didn't read it because I didn't want to see any spoilers. But did you happen? What was going on with the whole? It they they alternate ended it. Yeah, apparently the anime original the the show. So yeah, there was something that that, and that troubles me because it's this aspect of and not so much that they it doesn't seem like they did too much to affect the ending. It was more of a fact that they removed a character early on that apparently is supposed to be critical for it and would come into play after this. So. The question is, how would they reintroduce that character if they wanted to continue with the adaptation, which the assumption is that they designed it so that it can be a one-off and an advertisement, because <laughs> that's that's what anime does, is advertisement. But um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of sad, because I would love more of the adaptation, but they, they do stuff like that all the time, and they still manage to pull off sequels. But yeah, typically with original endings, they don't really continue. Yep. Bummer. Bummer. 
Uh, a live stream of the Konosuba channel from Isekai Museum announced the production for a new Konosuba anime TV has been greenlit. Hmm. Yay. So I gotta watch the movie. <laughs> I get I get some people on a, or maybe it's just one person on a regular basis talking about how we need to watch the movie and we haven't watched the movie. Need to watch it. It's good stuff. But uh that's good. It's awesome. Um I think they said that it's supposed to be a TV. No, they don't specify. They just said an anime. So that's the big question mark if it's going to be another movie or if they're going to do a TV anime, but um they said to be patient for more information later, so Stay tuned. We will we will obviously cover it once we get more information. Let's see. Sayori Ochiai's Gatsuni or Gin, Jin Gitsuni manga is going to be returning from hiatus. So there's another hiatus news. <laughs> Apparently went on hiatus in January. We probably covered it and I forgot about it, but that's cool. I think you like the anime of that, right? I recognize the name, so probably do like did like it. Yeah. Netflix and Orange has announced that another Beastars manga adaptation is happening, so we will get more Beastars. Yay! <laughs> Second season worked out. Yeah, I really enjoyed Good. it. I didn't. It was a it was a nice addition to it. I I had a couple frustrations with it, um, especially what they were doing with the main character, but it worked out in the end. It's still an incredible show. It's still an incredible kind of weird, interesting look into like. Have, I love this idea that you have this world that has, obviously, animal people. And the way it kind of tries to marry it with our modern world. You know, they're going to school. They they have lives. But still having this element of introducing different ways of looking at, you know, racism, segregation, all that kind of stuff. With a, obviously, animal instincts viewpoint. Like... There's obviously this one character that they introduced in the first season, the, the the panda bear. Right. And his whole thing was that he was rehabilitating people who ate too much meat and became basically murderers. He was rehabilitating them. And the way that he was looking at it was this is their instincts. It's not necessarily something they can control. And looking at it from that perspective, yeah, you might, you say that's kind of wrong, but it's like, but this is this world. And that's the, the mentality of this world is instincts. It's yeah. that switch that you can hit and you can't turn it off. That's cool. I've always loved that. And they kind of get a little more into that with the second season. And I really do like that. So it's just a really clever little world that they've created. And I really love the characters. So good to see more coming. Definitely. Level 5's Megaton Kyo Musashi anime has been announced for October 1st premiere. Um, so that's that's cool. I didn't really... I don't I don't know that I've heard anything on this one. It, the, the key art looks extremely like... Uh, Sit 13 Sentinels, the game that I've been playing. <laughs> I thought it was going to be an adaptation of 13 Sentinels when I seen the cover art. I'm like, wait, cool. Uh, oh, never mind. It's something else. Uh, the story takes place after 90% of humanity has been wiped out due to invasion. Survivors live in a shelter where their lives are monitored and memories of invasion erased. Three teenagers from the shelter choose to pilot three machines that combine to form a Masashi robot. Uh, made out of material named Megatronium Alloy. <laughs> Megatronium Alloy. Uh, this series, uh, the series will balance robot action with school life. Gotta have school life. It's always. The world is ending. Mega robots, transformations, saving the world. Uh, civilization being brainwashed. School life. Club school, obviously. Gotta do all that stuff. 
<sighs> the official website for the anime Yasuki, uh, or of Yasuki Tanaki, Tanaka's summertime rendering manga announced a 2022 premiere. So we got a premiere year, at least, <laughs> for that movie. Uh, publishers describes it as upon hearing of Ushio's uh, death. Uh, this is a spinoff of Ushio and Tora. Ushio is going to die. Doubt it. This is this is a shock to me. Unless it randomly says Tora is going to be upset and murder the entire <laughs> world, I seriously doubt it. It looks for hamburgers. <laughs> uh, Shinpei returns to his hometown in Wakayama City on uh, Hitchoshi and reunites with his childhood friend's family. The funeral goes smoothly, but under the surface, something strange is brewing on the island. What mysteries await him on this secluded summer island? I'm assuming Ushio is the girl, and she's a ghost now. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when that summer, when that movie comes out in 2022. <laughs> Uh, if it's... No, it, it might be TV anime. I think it's going to be TV anime. We'll see. Sentai Filmworks has announced a guest list for their Sentai at Home 2021 virtual event. Uh, this is going to be taking place on August 20th at 3 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Um, pretty cool um, lineup they have for it. I'm actually pretty interested in actually checking this out. They have tons of people in the anime industry that's going to be involved with it. I'm guessing they're going to be having it recorded and translated because they have... Several people from Radio of Healer is going to be there. Not on Biori, um, including like the voice actor, actresses and actors, directors, script writers. Tons of people for Not on Biori. <laughs> script writer, director, uh, Renge, uh, Hotaro, Komari. And this is, these are the Japanese people, the, the Japanese seiyus, not the, not the English ones. Uh, we have King of Kevin Pinkin from, of course, the composer from Made in Abyss is going to be there. The director of Made in Abyss is going to be there. Uh, tons of people. Princess Principal people. Uh, we have the director of Nana, Gitarobo, Arc uh, director, and Hayato Jin from that one. And then we have a couple people from the Mothers of Goddess Dormitory. So that one's going to be <laughs> there as well, because that's a recent one for them. It's kind of cool that we're that now we can, in, in, in certain ways, now we sh will be able to actually experience a lot of this stuff that is kind of exclusive to cons and stuff like that. So that's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah, it's something I, I kind of wish they would gotten onto a long time ago. I mean, Crunchyroll was starting to do it by giving themselves a presence, but it was always like a camera sitting like over here on the side of the, the convention and random people walking up and going... <laughs> it's like, nobody cares. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, especially with the, the Crunchyroll cons, after a while they started kind of bringing more and more, you know, obviously Japanese-speaking directors and stuff that can't speak english but they're there and they have them translate what they're saying so they can actually speak to their western audience which is really fantastic so and yeah like i said tons of really great directors and and people involved with this one i may just watch it just for renge's uh say you <laughs> that's cool though very cool doing doing good work there sentai filmworks uh, Crunchyroll has announced that they will be streaming Platinum End. I'm sure people have been kind of listening for this one and getting excited for it. Obviously, this is the new manga that is by the creators of the Death Note manga. So we have um, Takashi Obata, who is the illustrator, and uh, Sugumi Oba, who, of course, did the writing for Death Note. 
And they, of course, they made a new manga, which was Platinum, Platinum End. And it's getting it adapted, adapted into an anime, which will be streaming uh, outside of Asia this fall. And it's going to be 24 episode run. So insane. That's exciting. Definitely exciting. See if they, I don't know. I, I haven't really seen anybody talk about Platinum End, so I'm not sure if it's, you know, uh, a knock it out of the park like Death Note was, but. I'm sure they'll probably play off in the gray area again. You think? Maybe. That's no, their I, that's their that's their specialty. Hopefully they learned a lot of lessons. Yeah. <laughs> Stop while you're ahead. We're going twenty four <laughs> episodes. I'm not sure they learned that, but um it is cool that it is actually twenty four episodes because they specify it will be the entire story, so no no manga bait here. That's cool. Funimation began streaming a new trailer for JC Staff's original anime. Uh, film Sing a Bit of Harmony. And this is going to be a co-pro with Funimation, so that's obviously why they have the trailer. <laughs> uh, the film will have an October 29th opening in Japan. I like this because they, they streamed a trailer on their Twitter, and you watch the trailer, and it's obviously the Japanese trailer, but it has subtitles. And at the very end of it, it has, like, the 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 in-key, uh, not the in-key, the, uh, the end note of it, where it's talking about, like, you know this is the date and it's going to be premiering and stuff and it's all in Japanese and it's like, you could have taken off that last bit because, like, literally that's Japan, not here, <laughs> but I guess if you're in Japan and you're watching Funimation's Twitter feed, you probably got informed, so good for those two people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, that one's, that one's, uh, I think that's one that we are kind of interested in. I We watched the trailer on here before. I don't know that we were informed that she's apparently an AI. But um, it was the one with the girl, like, she immediately runs up to the boy and says, I'll make you happier. Or the girl. I think it was the girl that was sitting in the chair. And she's, like, super ganky girl. Wants everybody to sing. Um, tells the story of a beautiful, mysterious Xion who transfers to Cabo High School, where she quickly becomes popular for her open-hearted personality and exceptional athletic talent. She's a robot. <laughs> but she turns out to be an AI uh, in the tested phase, in the testing phase. Uh, Xion's goal is to bring a uh, chronic loner... Uh, Satomi happiness, but her strategy is something no human would expect. She serenades um, Satomi in the middle of the classroom after finding out that Shion is an AI. Satomi and her childhood friend, engineer geek Toma, steadily warm up to the new student alongside her popular and attractive Gochan, the strong-willed Aya, and the judo club member Thunder. They become more and more moved by Shion's singing voice and earnestness even as her uh, antics bewilder them. But what Xion does for Sato- uh, Satomi's sake ends up involving them in all in a serious uh, pandemonium. Uh, get ready for a heartwarming story of a not-quite-market-ready AI <laughs> classmates. <laughs> yeah, they had this scene where they're like out in like the, the, the ba- like a baseball field or something like that, and suddenly out of nowhere, like this, this system comes out of her chest or her, her belly, and it just like just emits a bunch of steam. It's just kind of a little bit, a little bit broken, but it looks like fun. She looks like a lot of fun of as, as a character, so I think that'll be a, a great movie. Uh, hopefully, Funimation doesn't take too long running it in the theaters and then waiting forever before they release it on Blu-ray, and then we can finally watch it. Because Funimation just loves their theatrical releases. Uh, see here, Elegant Yokai Apartment Life manga is ending on August 25th. So if you're still keeping up with that series, I kind of enjoyed the. The anime adaptation, so... I think you watched both seasons, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. It was good, though. Yeah. Good music. Really good music. 
That's for sure. I enjoyed it. Let's see. A uh, new trailer for Masaki Yuesa's Inu O musical film reveals an early 2022 opening. So that was actually a cool trailer. If you guys get a chance to check that out, it's um, it's spelt I N U hyphen O H. Uh, Inu Ho. This one is like the based on the trailer, it looks like it's very kind of traditional Japanese with a a hint of rock. And so the the, <laughs> the trailer is like super bonkers, but it looks like a really cool. Um, I I don't think it's going to be like what people would think musical. This is this isn't like you know Disney film. Everybody's singing every two seconds and dancing and praying together. It, it seems more like a. I don't know, Fantasia-esque, where it's, like, more about, like, this. It's, like, just more darker feeling and just playing of music in the background and stuff like that. Or the characters themselves dancing and playing the music. Not so much, like, you know, Grease. <laughs> so don't think Grease. <laughs> but looks really cool. I, I definitely recommend people check out the trailer for that. That's, um, looks very promising. Let's see. I jumped ahead. New website for the opening. Uh, a new website has opened to announce a TV adaptation of... Isekai Yakyoku. This one is Alternate World Pharmacy. Another pharmacy isekai. <laughs> that's, our, that's our new biggest craze is pharmacy isekais. Um, because the current one's working out so fantastic. It's cute. It's laid back and cute. Uh, this story centers around a young pharmacist who was the, so focused on his research that he died from overwork. There's another one of overwork. He was transported to an alternative world and reincarnated as a pharma or as Pharma, the uh, scion in a noble lineage of court healers. In this world where erroneous remedies and cures are rampant, he takes on all kinds of ailments to uh, save lives thanks to his inside knowledge on modern pharmace uh, pharmaceuticals uh, from his past life. Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> Very. No, I was about to say that we also have technically the one that was last season with the um, the, the 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 omnipotent the the Magus's powers omnipotent ancient Mag <laughs> something the girl that has a is omnipotent omnipotent um, okay the saint saint's magic powers omnipotent thank you um, but yeah that one and then we have of course again this this season we have cheat pharmacists so. That that seems to be a thing. So, but this one sounds like it's getting more sciency, like with with the omnipotent. That was more about just her imbuing magic into water and making potions, right? And with cheat pharma, it's like literally, I need to make soap, so I'll just grab random herbs from the world, and it suddenly becomes soap. It's not really about, like, you need this, and you need to do this with it. It's not, like, it doesn't break down the science of making things. It just says, clap together, they become soap. Yeah. And they, I think this is probably going to be more, like, the breakdown. It's almost like um, one of those um, alchemy games where, and he does this kind of weird dance thing, and then yeah, suddenly... Yeah, the magical transformation thing. <laughs> All the dancing chibis around the corners, the fairies. Yeah. Let's see, Netflix uh, listed Rurouni Kenshin's Saishisho, the beginning for streaming in the U.S. on July 30th. This is the second of the two final uh, chapter films. Uh, this is the second of two final chapter films of the live-action film series. I think it said there was supposed to be three. I'd be two. 
No? I don't know. This is the second one, though. <laughs> uh, they're already streaming the first one, so, yeah, if you're checking out the live-action films, definitely check out Netflix for that, um, especially on July 30th when they release the second one, So, which is technically already happened, so it's already out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's 30th. Is it second? 20th or 30th? It's the 30th, so it's it's um, we're good. It's still it's still a ways away, a couple days, anyways. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. That sorry that. Quick run through on licenses. We have uh, Yenpress has licensed Spanish from the Heroes Party. I decided to live a quiet life in the countryside manga uh, from the Red Fog manga. Demon Lord 2099 light novel. Chitose Kun is the is is in the. Rumune Bottle Light Novel. Square Enix Manga and Books has licensed uh, Sinnoh Alice uh, Manga and My Happy Marriage Manga. So, What is Banished Hero? Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> it's, it's one of those titles that you pretty much got a good idea of the first at least two chapters. So, What was his reason for getting banished? Yeah, yeah. Um, despite being bearer of the powerful divine blessing of the guide, Red has banished. Oh, was he was banished a guide. from the. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a guy. So, no, I meant guide. Oh, okay. I thought you got upset because it's a guy. <laughs> Listless. He seems decided... kind of seems kind of a useless class. So, probably easy to get rid of him. No, you have to have a guide to find out where to go. <laughs> there's, there's trackers are good too. Uh, he hatches. Uh, he decides that he's head to the frontier and hatches a plan to spend his days working an easy apothecary job. Thus begins his new life. Another pharmacist. Another. Yep. That'll probably get adapted here soon. And the biggest news of the last couple of weeks, and I'm sure you're Inazuma? excited about this. No, not that. <laughs> not that for all. The biggest news is definitely the inclusion to the gaming market, the Switch Killer, Valve's new Steam Deck. Are you I ready? Don't, I don't want to talk about Are you about ready that. for really, this, the, the Switch Killer, you Chris? Don't, you don't know how much I kind of actually <laughs> want that dang thing. Oh my gosh, I was bringing this up because I wanted to tease you about it, thinking it was going to kill the Switch. <laughs> I don't know that it's going to kill the Switch, but it is... It is something that I am seriously considering, mostly because of the fact that what, what wanna, is my biggest thing that the, my biggest reason why I wanted the switch? Because you want something that won't melt in your hands and burn your hands off and play video games. Yeah, and that's not really what you're the ability get the ability to play most games, both handheld and on the. I on think the for you, honestly, the Steam Deck would be good. I think the problem with the Steam Deck that I'm seeing is, unless if you're playing like smaller games, like non like, like they have in the preview here, it's got control on it. It's like if you're not playing open world games and high crazy graphic games. I think it's gonna be great, but once you get into the bigger games, I think it's completely, it's just illogical to play anything but the highest like model they have, which gets up there to a thousand dollars. It's like the lowest costing one, which was like what three ninety nine, sixty four gigabytes. The yeah. memory in it's not that fast, and the I mean, putting extra information on like a SD card on the side is just not gonna it's not gonna play off it very well. So you have a lot of bandwidth issue with the memory with the lower ones, but yeah, if you have the money to throw in to get the big huge model with the larger hard drive, I think it's like what five twelve. 
then yeah, you're starting to get into a realm where it's going to be more plausible to play bigger games. But like I said, I think it'd, it'd work out for you because you usually play smaller games. But I think anybody else doing high graphics or open world is just going to be useless. Yeah. The the other thing that but, I was Genshin Impact. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. This, this that that goes into exactly what, is Genshin what I was at now. Uh, twenty five gigs. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, my qu- my 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 main problem is, and the, what you just said kind of goes right into it. the 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 fact that it is technically a Linux based, and I don't know default. Yeah, I don't. You can know, put whatever you want on it. I don't know how much quote unquote emulation they're going to be placing into the 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 system, or if they're just going to flat out. Um, force the developers to deal with it that's correct big question mark there because a lot of the games on steam are not linux based so yeah and now that's not saying that they're not going to i would suggest most people just get windows 10 put on it i don't see why you would run it off the linux because like i said is you're gonna have to be dealing with certain games not being available for it and that is a that is a viable plus you can put other emulators on there <laughs> yeah that is a viable option for a lot of people most people will probably just go yeah i'm just gonna yank it and, and toss on windows that's viable um but most there's going to be a large portion of the market that are just gonna go i want my thing my game's not playing on it i don't understand how to reinstall a, an operating system that's going to be a problem for a lot of people especially seeing how you technically have to go and buy a entire um, for for some people, if you do know what you're doing, you're going to have to go and buy a, a thumb drive or you're going to have to buy a disk drive just to plug into it to make it work. That's the big question mark. I guess you would make an installer on the SD card. That's then, very possible as well. Install it that way. Unless, the, unless you Depending can, on uh, if they're going to allow booting off of the SD card. Well, they have to. Otherwise, how are you going to be able to... <laughs> you also yeah, that's what I was saying, it. a thumb drive. Unless you can, I guess, install it through Wi-Fi. I don't know. I don't know if that's even possible yet. <laughs> that's an interesting oh, question. Yeah, well, download. you still have to you still have to bypass the um, the main drive. Mm. Techie stuff. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh. And then you also probably once you get the Windows installed, you probably have to install some kind of custom drivers for the device because it has like touch pads and all that kind of stuff that are custom to their Steam Deck. So. I don't know. It's 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 interesting. I I think this is one of those cases where I would just wait for the next iteration. <laughs> this is obviously first version, and uh, they're going to probably do a lot of improvements going forward. It it is it's great for early adopters. You're probably going to be excited and jump right into it. But it is technically one of those things where I would suggest personally, for most people, most buyers, you're going to probably want to wait till the second model comes out and they have better memory, um, better memory options, I guess, and all that kind of stuff. Because I think the biggest hinder on it is going to be the memory. I don't. I don't know that a lot of people are going to be really too happy about it, but it's got a, it's got a lot of plus things. And it, I think the other exciting thing about it, and okay, there's two things here. One is what are we looking at for availability here? It, we already have scalpers on this thing already. Yeah. Um, obviously, ships are very difficult to get right now, and they they may have some strings they can pull, but it's gonna, there's going to be a shortage on this stuff anyways. But again, it's going to be the first model. But at the same time, it, it's one of those things where I kind of hope that it's the thing that will push Nintendo to at least improve their... It's always good to have competition. 
And Nintendo's technically never had competition. They're always right. their own thing. So it's a good thing to have this here to kind of push Nintendo to get better. I don't think this is like I joked before. I I, I think I don't think this is a Nintendo or a Switch killer at all because I don't either. People go to Switch for one, it's a lot more portable than what this thing looks like it's going to be. Um, and two, you have the aspect of it being something that has only Nintendo products on it. There's a lot of console uh, game makers that just don't put their stuff on PC. They put it on Switch. So, but yeah, it's exciting either way. I I would more probably be interested in it more in the idea of emulating. <laughs> putting there's emulators also, on there and there, stuff but there is also the um the overhead problem which most pc users if you are really really into the emulation market you understand the overhead problem and that is that is the main reason why ps4 is so freaking powerful even though your pc has a lot more uh memory and and graphics capability and all that stuff why is the p the the ps4 or the xbox one why are they or xbox one s whatever the newest version of xbox is i don't even give a crap um why are they so much more they're doing optimized so much, to certain they're op- optimized yeah overhead problem but I, at least with like like that's why i don't really mind the idea if i were to get something like this i'd probably put windows on it windows 10 is pretty lightweight it's yeah. not it's not too bad so that's why. I, thankfully, why I like ever since 7. I think Vista, they've been doing a pretty good job of kind of cutting a little <laughs> bit of that fat. <laughs> My gosh, Vista was so bad. Ugh, I can't believe I jumped in that stupid thing. That was yeah, a dumpster I, fire. It, well, it, that's a discussion for another time. So maybe. So cool stuff there. I, I, they they even have it to where you can hook it up to a monitor and a keyboard, and mouse like a dock, and mm-hmm. just use it as a PC. It's it's pretty crazy. But like I said, I. Probably won't wait for the next versions of it. <laughs> you know, telling what kind of crap you run into with that thing. Uh, it's so crazy, though. It, with the chip shortage thing, it's getting... I, I've kind of given up on it. It's like I, I don't see it being resolved. A lot of people are saying it won't be resolved, the chip issues, until like 2024. So PS5s are still never going to be available until, probably until 2025, uh, 2024. I, I've, I've come to grips with it. It, it is kind of scary, though, in the idea that like... It, all the stuff that we have right now, like PC and stuff like that, it's scary. Like, if any of this stuff fries, it's like it's going to be impossible to find replacement parts. Like, everything's being affected. I was looking at PS4s the other day, and I told Chris about this. I looked at PS4s, and it was – they're up there now. They're being up in the $1,000. Like, you cannot find things that have chips inside them without paying a huge hefty cost. And that's scary. And the the recent crazy thing I've seen is, like, I've seen a listing on Amazon for – PS5. And it was like $1,500. And it wasn't scalping prices. It's it's everybody copying GameStop. <laughs> so you literally could get a PS5 through Amazon right now, but you have to buy like a $600 external hard drive. Wow. Like they're bundling in extremely expensive other devices that they can't sell just so they can sell those along with the PS5. Hmm. It's gotten... Like I thought GameStop was bad with their like, here's Three controllers and five games that nobody wants to buy all in a bundle. Buy it. <laughs> it's like at least you're getting gaming stuff. Over here you're getting just random peripherals and stuff. It's it's gotten crazy. And like I said, it's sad that it won't get any better. How how are you what's your thoughts on the talk about them actually creating plants in the US? Apparently in Nevada? Like, the issue they're having over there overseas, or obviously in China, in China, is, like, droughts and stuff. But what is your thoughts on them actually bringing it back over to the U.S.? Like, I I, 
I'm afraid, but I'm excited at the same time. It's like, yeah, I would love there to be local competition to building these chipsets, but at the same time, you do realize it's going to jump up the price immensely. But at the same time, what are we dealing with right now? <laughs> it's no different than what we're dealing with right there. I mean, you either have the chip shortage and it's over there, or you bring it over here, You the cost of making it's higher, but at least there's availability. It's It's like this huge conundrum that you face. Like, you want it. And obviously, it's more jobs in the U.S., but and having that it in the U.S. is great. Not having it overseas is obviously a good thing. But yeah, I'm not sure. It, it would it would essentially it would improve the availability, but at the same time, it's going to standardize the higher cost. I think is my what would I come down to in the end? I I absolutely think it's fantastic. Um, it's one of the like you were saying. It's kind of a conundrum thing that. It sucks in one respect because of the fact that th- this is something that we've been dealing with for years. A lot of stuff used to be made in the U.S. and we make very high quality stuff. What ends up happening is now it's why... designed in the U.S. and made in China. Yeah, <laughs> is, that, is that isn't that what it says on Apple products? Is something like designed in Cupertino or something like that and made in china or something it doesn't surprise me one bit (laughs) that's the the biggest problem is that we we make very good quality stuff i'm not saying that china doesn't have their own things that they do really well not what i'm saying in any way shape or form what i'm saying is we make very amazing stuff um i remember when i was a kid wearing a shirt for practically 10 years and it never went bad Mm -hmm. now I buy s- some boots or something like that, and they're going bad within a m- within a well, month. Well, Chris, back in the day, we didn't really <laughs> even wear shoes half the time. We were just running up and down the street barefooted. Uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> fine. When I was in the army, I had a pair army. of boots that lasted like four years. Now, a pair of boots dies within a month. My point being is that something has happened to the quality of stuff. Now, do I blame it on the Chinese? No. Do I blame it on? Uh, it's all. It's all the Chinese plan is to have us wear shoes that will fall apart. <laughs> yes, they will fall apart, and when we fight them, they will fall apart and they will fall. What I do believe is that there is a level of um, cutting corners that can happen in trying to um, make something as cheap as possible. Yeah. Um. Does that necessarily mean that they're doing it on purpose? Maybe. It's possible. Um, I doubt it. Um, I just think that p- when you are constrained on cost, we, we've talked about this with... Well, I mean, that's um, like graphics cards. The The big thing with the, the 3090s and the and the new graphics cards, 3080s, I think 3080s, 3070s, 3090s, the big thing they had there that people ran into was that there was a memory issue. So they were all 3090s. But for some reason, these ones ran worse than these ones. What they end up finding out? Well, once they pulled up the 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 heat sinks, what you would see is they had all these capacitors in there, and the requirement from the actual company designing it is is you have to have this many modules here. But they only specified that certain amount of them had to be like this certain specification type of module. Well, some companies go, okay, that means I'm only going to put that many there and the rest are going to be these cheap ones. And so what you had a problem with was that some of them were working great and some of them would actually have all the modules the same. Some of them would cut back. So what'd you have? Some were terrible. Some were great. 
So it's a, a simple case there where you you go bare minimums and you cut those corners so that it sells for more. They were all selling the same cost. Were they downgrading to you know how memory it it, it brings the good memory down to the the lower memory so that they're all the same. I don't remember because it's been like one of those come out like last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something effective that I think whenever it tried to utilize those those modules, it just it just broke. It just had tearing and all that kind of stuff, graphic glitches and overheating and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, cutting quarters. It's not a good thing, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's and 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 yeah, that, and that's the biggest problem is that. When you when you're faced, you have a you're you're on a tight budget. You've got to you want to um, go and get some lunch or whatever have you. And you're sitting here looking at a lunch, and you have five dollars. You have the ten dollar lunch, and you have the five dollar lunch. Which one are you going to do? You're going to get the five dollar lunch. Even if you have ten dollars, you may want to save uh, save for lunch tomorrow, so you can get five dollar lunch today and five dollar lunch tomorrow. The point is, is that. What are you naturally going to do? You're going to go for the thing that is cheaper and you're getting pretty much the same thing or if not more than what you were getting before. The So it is – what we've gotten to the point of at least me personally, I've gotten to the point where I'll pay the extra just to get the better thing because – I want the not 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 necessarily that I can afford it any better as I can't. The expensive has become the same quality as what the cheap was back in the day, and the cheap has become yeah. terrible. That's what that's the problem. And 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 so we're at this point where I I want something that's going to last me a while. Um, I I'm I if if it costs me twice as much as what I had before, fine. But I want something that's going to last me a while. And that's why I say it coming to America and and being built here, I have not necessarily that I have more faith. I'll just take the chance because I want something that is well-made, is going to last me a while, period. I don't give a crap if I have to pay more money for it. I've worked for companies in the South, and there's there's certain factories that you can say are just as bad as China. Yeah. And the turnaround rate's probably just well, actually, the turnaround rate's probably a lot higher here than over there. But it is what it is. So yeah, that's that's exciting. Uh, that's it for our news. Let's jump into our community. Some uh, we have plenty of time to do questions. So that's great, and it's great because people came through. So I'm I'm super happy about that. Thanks everybody for jumping in there and answering the call and giving us tons of questions. So our first one, and it's sad because I, I have my email ones. I didn't write down the dates on them, so I don't know when. The forum ones came. So I'm going to go back and forth. I'll just go back and forth between the forums and emails. So our first one is from Otaku12034. says, hey, gents, I'm back to answer the call once again. But before that, it's been hilarious to hear you say my name differently every time. Mm-hmm. It's – okay, here it is. This is exactly what they say their name is pronounced as. And it is Otaku space one space two space <laughs> Zero space three space four hyphen or or parentheses open individual space numbers close parentheses. So there you have it. Thanks for the uh, the clarification. Otaku space one space two space zero space three space zero space three space four period open parentheses individual space numbers close parentheses. You're such a smart aleck. 
It's better to be a smart. Was it? It's better to be a smart A than a than a dummy. Um, I thank you guys a lot for the content questions I gave you the last time. Very helpful info, and I really appreciate the idea of you guys giving me a shout out of some sort. I might take you up on that when I make my first good video. LOL explanation point. I think they sent an email later on that I have to get to, so that will probably, hopefully, get to that before I got, we. Close I technically this. got that email too. I was going to remind you about that. Let's see. Anyways, enough chit chat. More questions. My friend and I just finished bringing, uh, binging high school DXD, and I really enjoyed a lot, uh, the, uh, a lot for the the plot, the plot. Somehow. <laughs> My first question for all this is, who is your best girl from high school DXD and why? Kuro. I, Koneko, yeah. Koneko, is, yeah. 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 I, I, thought. We're, I think we're both team Koneko, so <laughs> yeah. just I. And it's funny because I think later on with, was it Born? There's Born and then New and then Born, right? And then Hero. Newborn than hero, right? Probably. Um, but like they they brought in like a Kitsune character later on, and there was mm-hmm. this one girl that was like the sister of this other like hunter chick, and I really liked her. Um, but yeah, it's it's always been yeah. There's a, there's a thing for a certain best boy, <laughs> but it 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 kind of always comes down to Koneko. Koneko has always been my favorite. Um, unfortunately, she's always kind of. She, she, has, she has one of my wallpapers. Unfortunately, none of the other characters really do. Yeah. She's, she's, she's great. She's I, do like, I do like a couple of the other characters, but none none match her. Yeah, it's, it sucks because like, like the main focus girls is like I never really care for, unfortunately. Just not me personally. Um, but yeah, it's like cat girl, best girl. <laughs> she's cute. She's great. Love her personality. So, yeah. Kind of works out. Uh, next, so the second question from your educated guests: When do you think the next season will come out? It's been a, an age-long <laughs> debate, and everyone seems to think this year sometime. Not sure myself, but hey, here's to hoping. It's actually spring 2022 is one that's going to start. You, anyways, heard, thanks. you've heard this? Yeah, you didn't hear about that? Uh, uh-uh. uh. We literally just had it in the news section. Okay. Literally just talked awesome. about it. Are you even paying attention to this? For those that are listening to this podcast, it's like uh, 22, 23. I think if you if you get the skim back to 22, 23, that's when we <laughs> talked about it. Anyways, thanks for the fun listening materials while I slave away at my job. There you go. I must be working at one of those Chinese uh, I just made them all laugh because I forgot that you talked about it high school DXT. So. <laughs> I literally didn't. That's part of the joke. Ah, see, you're messing with me. Yep. Yes, we did talk about Chris. <laughs> Makes it much more bearable. No, we didn't talk about it. <laughs> but no, there is they 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 announced like like two weeks ago. It I, seems I think we like no, we I think talked about it recently, but I don't I don't. Yeah, remember. I think our last discussion we talked about it was supposed to be spring twenty twenty two. All right, that's cool. I'm just joking. I seem to remember us talking about. We it. We never talked point. about it. Okay, then never. Fine. I we don't know. You don't want it to exist. Fine. <laughs> I don't care. That means I don't want it to exist. That I'm joking about the fact that it's not been announced. Um. No, I. Yeah, Kanaka's getting like a side story. OVA. It's a lie too. I don't trust you. 
<laughs> You're messing me. Trust has hard. been destroyed. It will never be redeemed. No, I don't know. Uh, my guess is probably what? It, how long did it take before we got those the the, the next seasons? Was like four years? Yeah, the first one was was a while, and yeah, the other ones came pretty quickly. But that don't forget, content is whether or not it's available, and if they feel like they can actually make an entire season out of it. Well, the the crazy thing was when they came back, they literally retconned everything because it was original, and that was kind of a surprising. Oh, by the way, I also like Asia, the the nun girl. I really like her. She's way cute. And I always like how she always tries to like get involved whenever they're doing something inappropriate. Like, I can do this too. I technically so kind of like Ara Ara, the um the vice president. Yeah. The, the vice uh president. But reasons I don't much care for her character design. <laughs> but yeah. she is a cool character. Azia Oz, was great. Nun girl, nun girl, best girl. Uh, Irina was the was the sister that I like. I don't I don't like Zenovia, the blue haired one. I I like the the pigtail. I think she was Sundere. She looked. She has a the look of Sundere. But she was cute. The uh, one of the Valkyries was she one? They of the were Valkyries? Valkyries. Yeah, I think it was the it was the, her and her sister. Or they were, they're not really sister. They were like a pair. Yeah. Um. She had that big old freaking sword. She was part of the. She was pretty awesome. The religious too. group that was trying to yeah. hunt them down. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so technically not a Valkyrie. She was one of the nuns. That's right. Yeah. Um. Gasper. That's what the name. I was, I was trying to remember his name. Box Boy. I love him. Yeah, Gasper's great. We can consider her. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with that. Um. New, and then. New Opi, which I think is where they were trying... No, that was just an OVA. Then Born, And then Hero? Hero seems to be the last season. Born, then Hero, yeah. Hero is the, la- the latest one. And so with Hero, of course, they did a new studio. And that was in 2018. Wow, it's always been that long? Because we had to binge the whole thing because Andrew get- had to get caught up on it. So we grabbed the whole the whole Blu-ray set. Just to get caught up, and that was three years difference. Yeah. So three years, three years span between the two of them, and then three years before then. So it should be this year. I I don't hold out no hope. I just go, ooh, cool surprise! I get more DXT. <laughs> should be this year. Yes. I want more Sister New Devil. That's what I want. True. <laughs> very true but that's that's a that's a whole weird thing like we always kind of equate things to be similar and it's always a problem whenever you see the similar shows and then one gets attention and doesn't the other doesn't we had that with asterisk war and chivalry fell night they were both coming out at the same time and everybody was drawing comparisons and and we we're loving chivalry and guess which one gets like what it got like i think it got a second season that was it about got it. a second season yeah asterisk war Mm-hmm. Not Chivalry Fell Knight. Chivalry Fell Knight's like, man, eh, that was it. We're done. Move on. But no. And that's similar with DXD. And and technically, I, I would like more of the, um, what was it? The vampire one. Sarah? Uh, no. I would completely different story. <laughs> I would kill for more Sarah. Oh, yeah. I need more Cruel Tepes. But. It's like this whole idea that you have these comparisons and the the one gets the the upgrades and the other one doesn't. It's it's frustrating. It's always been frustrating. So, vampire one. You're, um, you're 
the one where he went, he goes into like this tunnel and it comes into a skull and there's like werewolves and vampires and everything there and he's a human and obviously he has oh, to Oh, Rosario. Rosario X Vampire, yeah. Is it Rosario X Vampire? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. So I wasn't far off. <laughs> that could use more stuff. I'm not going to be against you, that. You want to talk be, about long, I still need to, long I need to rewatch, between, between, yeah. It, it's been so long. And I bought the whole set. So, did you? Yeah. I got the Blu-ray, so... Eventually, hopefully, I can get around that's, that one. That's one that I, I think I ventured out and started reading the manga. I didn't get very far. I've gotten probably about halfway through the actual show. So, But yeah, I love, love Rosario X Vampire. <laughs> but hey, is that any news to anybody that Chris likes etchy? <laughs> it's big shock. Big shock. Uh, Jet TWD4 chimes in on the forums and says, Good day, gents. Uh, actually said gentlemen. I think saying gents is, is, is suggesting they're going for an accent there. Uh, it seems that more than likely than not, when anime series movies are rebooted, revised, uh, there seems to be an overall approval by the audience when uh, they court. For example, Fruits Basket, DBS, uh, Dragon Ball Super, uh, Higurashi. Super technically wasn't um, a reboot or revise it was a sequel um i'm thinking you're probably thinking dragon ball kai but um yeah and higurashi which again higurashi is not technically either <laughs> so you got fruits basket right fruits basket would be a reboot revisit so there you go um however when hollywood tries to do <laughs> i was wondering where this question was going i'm like okay good uh, however, when Hollywood tries to do it, often uh, and uh, often alien rather than celebrating the fandom. For example, he had to bring it up. He Man, Netflix He Man. That's been all the talk last week. <laughs> I really need to go and find out what the heck is going on with that. I know that everybody and their mom is talking about this, but I don't really want to find out right now. I guess. I'll, let, I'll leave that to you. Um, I'm not. I don't care. Uh, in, a, in your opinion, what? I, the, thankfully, I'm not like I. I loved He Man when I was a kid. I just one of those things where I left it there. In your opinion, what is Japan doing right where Hollywood mostly misses the mark? Do we really have to answer this question? It's, I, it's, I think it's people pretty know much, what it yeah. is. We've 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 danced around it for a long time. If you haven't gotten our our opinion on what think, it is that's the problem. Specifically in equating this with anime, and I think that's the best way to go about this. Um, Fruits Baskets, for example. What did Fruits Baskets do? Okay, the original adaptation of the Fruits Basket manga was adapted it to a certain point, and then it originaled it because they didn't have any material, and they just closed it there. It was terrible because, obviously, it's similar to Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist, they did the original series. They ran out of material, so they originaled it. And whenever they come back and do it, they redid Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. They redid Full Metal Alch or Fruits Basket. What did they do? They readapted the manga, the original source material. It's exactly what it was originally. What do you have when you have reboots of American stuff? They're making their own thing. They're modernizing it. That's the big key problem. It's not a representation of the original item. So. Yep. Does it surprise you that it alienates the fandom when you go, oh, we're redoing He-Man or redoing this or redoing that? And then they're like, cool, I love that. Oh, by the way, that character's gone because this character's more interesting to us or we need to, we need to do this. We need to kind of check these marks. That's all I'll say is they're checking marks. Obviously, the fandom's upset. 
why doesn't Fruit Basket, why aren't Fruit Basket people upset? Because it was the manga. They adapted what it was. Why are, why are why is Brotherhood literally number one anime of all time? Well, technically Fruit Basket was for a little bit there. <laughs> because it followed the manga. That's your answer. They don't respect the original source material. That's it's always been that case. Yeah, and that's and that's all I would say to a T is original intent versus the reason why people are okay with Dragon Ball Z Kai. <laughs> the reason why Dragon Ball Z Kai worked out is because it was cutting all the fat that nobody liked anyway. So <laughs> it was technically not being true to the source, but it was cutting all the fat. And I, te- I guess technically there I, they they technically could have been removing stuff that was anime original, so which nobody cares for. So, yeah, that's that's your answer the best way we can. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Havoc sent an email, said, Hi, guys. So here's the, uh, there's a question at the end, but just wanted to start off by saying that I only know uh, – I only now finally realize you're paying when it comes to the Funimation app. Uh, what, I stre- uh, what a steaming pile of garbage. <laughs> Dang it, Roberts. <laughs> We've started a thing. I've, I've had people on Twitter, like, tweeting at Funimation and stuff, and they always include me to say, Funimation, you're doing terrible. Dang it, Roberts. It's like, oh, gosh. This random executive at Funimation is like, well, why do people keep saying, dang it, me? I actually was trying to see if I could find Roberts on Twitter, and I'm like, eh, I probably shouldn't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring somebody out. In the f- I'm, already, I'm already doing bad enough by saying, hey, they gave their name in the press release. It's not that I looked <laughs> for them. It was in the press release. So they put their name out there. Um, and we tried We tried to get on the Roberts bandwagon. We were all like, Roberts is going to go in there and fix everything. But she didn't. How many, time, <laughs> yeah, how many times have you ever had a case where somebody becomes public as a new figure and a joke comes created around. I mean, uh, 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 oh my gosh, I'm gonna butcher his name. Uh, Reggie Reggie Fijime, Reggie Fijime. Sorry, uh, Reggie Fijime technically became a joke, and then he became a star. So I was hoping maybe the same effect will happen with Roberts. So suddenly out of nowhere, we're joking about this Roberts person. Suddenly they come out of nowhere and they're 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 putting videos out of like, <laughs> "Hi, I'm Roberts, <laughs> and I'm gonna fix your app." <laughs> Didn't work. Like every other person in that position, they're like, I'm too dang busy. I'm going to do my own thing. Or they just hide in a closet <laughs> Don't somewhere. Don't put my name. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, they posted my name. Now everybody knows who I am. And now this guy on this podcast is talking about me. <laughs> Anyways, Havoc also says, anyway, previously, because I am an Aussie, I couldn't use the Funimation app as it was unavailable for us for some reason. Licensing, probably. Uh, so to counter that, they uh, they offered a different app called Anime Lab. Yeah, I think they yeah because they think they bought them. Yeah, they bought them. Um, which is experiencing the uh, which is experiencing this app and hearing your issues with the Funimation app. Uh, I'm skipping a line, uh, which is still Funimation but with different branding skin. And it offers all the same, but for Aussies, I guess. Uh, but from ex- but from experiencing this app and hearing... This is a big wall of text, I'm sorry. <laughs> from experiencing this app and hearing your issues with Funimation app, I just thought that you were just over-exaggerating the problems. No trust whatsoever. <laughs> I, that's, that hurts. That hurts a lot. If we well, ever, if well, we ever okay, rant about something, fair. unless you hear like a joking tone... 
we're probably serious. We don't over exaggerate to, to, things to, often. To, to be fair, a lot of YouTube content creators do over exaggerate. They're used to that. Yeah, they're <laughs> used to that. We're pretty genuine. I'm sorry. That's why that's why we're probably boring to a lot of people. <laughs> we're too genuine. <laughs> I could act like a monkey and jump around, but it isn't going to work out for many people. They're probably going to hate me. But people did love your your monkey. Th- that was a long time ago. We don't talk about that no more. <laughs> Uh, this is because Anime Lab is actually not that bad of an app. There you go. Now they are streaming another steaming pile of crap. That is a terrible app. Um, now they are a, a, a now they are shutting down Anime Lab and forcing us to use a parent app. So yeah, I guess technically the case there is that you had Anime Lab over there. They were doing their own thing, and then at some point they got bought out. They were allowed to kind of keep their identity and their service until eventually. Like we mentioned with the Crunchyroll thing, even if Funimation does end up buying, or Sony ends up buying, technically Sony's buying Crunchyroll, it will remain as Crunchyroll for a long time, mainly because of licensing restrictions. They made a license for Crunchyroll app or whatever. And then eventually, they'll phase them out. And that's the same thing here. They probably had Anime Lab, was an established brand there. They kept it up, and eventually they said, okay, we need to, no, we don't want to keep, basically developing and fixing bugs on this anime lab app eventually we want you just to use the funimation app that way we all we have to do is worry about that app so it was a unfortunately a thing that eventually was going to happen well uh, on on the bright side there the the upside down land is actually filling our pain instead of actually having everything backwards which down in Aussie land, it, Funimation actually well, works or something like that. That's the other problem because like every time <laughs> they watch an anime on the Anime Lab app, and if it ends up being something that was being provided by a licensing through Funimation, it's going to have the toilet flushing the wrong way, and that scares people. <laughs> so eventually they're going to have to use the Funimation app, and you're just going to have to get used to seeing toilets go the wrong direction. Uh, I'm going to get hate for that. <laughs> Let's see, now, uh, Aussies, Aussies love being told that they're upside down. They're incredible, just people. like, just like, just like Americans love saying that we're, we're right side up. I mean, well, that's how it is. No, they said they're right side up and we're upside down. No, we're right side up. They're upside down. Mm. Our, our feet are always connecting. <laughs> now, for my question, wow, that was one. Um, how do you how do you fail so badly at making your main app so shysta? <laughs> but have no issues with another app that overall would technically have less priority to manage and maintain its usability. Um, anyways, keep it the good. Uh, keep up, guys from uh, from your faithful patron, fan, and friend, Havoc. Thank you, Havoc, so much, very much. So, thank you for your constant support of us through Patreon and stuff. Um, we really do appreciate it. So how how do you mess it up so bad? Well, again, I've already kind of mentioned it there, but the reason why one was working and one and wasn't is because they're two different apps. One was established, and one is some other companies coming in and replacing it. So they're two different systems, and they're finally switching over to, again, the one that doesn't work, <laughs> which is unfortunate. And that was the thing that I was mentioning in the idea of the the buyout from with, uh, with Crunchyrolls. I'm like... Well, I hope this means that they will bring the people that are working on Crunchyroll. Because, I mean, you know, people have problems with Crunchyroll stuff. But I have way, way more problems with Funimation's um, services, their their streaming, their their infrastructure, whatever. So I'm hoping that, you know, Crunchyroll would come over there and say, hey. And they would use their servers, their, their servers and their systems because they're so much better. 
don't say, okay, well, we're moving everything to Funimation. No, please don't. <laughs> I don't want your website. I don't want your app. I don't want none of that. But, yeah, different different app developers, some know how to make it properly and some don't. And Roberts doesn't. Now, being fair. So far. I'm going to I'm going I'm to be the 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 devil's advocate here. Um to be fair, okay? There is a magnification problem. Um if you have 10 users, one person has a problem, that's 10%. Now, multiply that out over million users. 10% or yeah, 10% is only like 1000 users or something like that. So it's it or so yeah, it it's nowhere. It, it's a lot more. So those voices become magnified, um, and so you you sit there and you go to us. We're going. We're all experiencing the same problem because we are all hearing the people who are having that problem. The nine hundred thousand people who are not having that problem. So, Funimation is going well. The app has a problem. We're addressing the problem. We're not, and we don't, we can't seem to figure out the problem. I don't know why, but that is what it is. But when it comes down to it, 90% of our customer base is not having that problem. Um, there's also, when you get into yeah, development. And the sad thing there is it's, it's how many people are just not saying anything. Yeah. You also go into a development side of when you have, think of it this way. You have. If you have 10 people using your program, they each find different problems. So 10 different problems. You fix all of those problems. Now consider that in the magnification. You're talking about 100,000 different problems. All of them may be the same issue, but each one of them are experiencing it their own way. Like um, when you talk about game development. Somebody clicks this this box over here, but somebody else may not ever click that box right there. So you have to prioritize which customers, the vast majority of the customers who are experiencing the same problems. The smaller problems that not everybody's experiencing, you can shift that off to the side as long as it's not game-breaking. So yeah, think that, of it that way. There's, I, I, I'm not downplaying... Um, you know, programming and, and bug fixing at all. Because, I mean, I, I understand from a, a standpoint of what little I've done with programming stuff, it's really a case of you can change one thing to fix something, but you'll break 50 other things. Spaghetti That's, code is it's, horrid. <laughs> it is it is the problem that is in programming in general is the idea that you fix one thing and break 50 other things. Yeah. So you have to be very careful about what you introduce to change or fix. But at the same time, that comes back to the idea of, well, program it correctly and cleanly as you can so that when you do change something it doesn't break five things yeah. but i and, and it, like it i said i, I am being i am being the devil's advocate here i i'm technically just as frustrated as most everybody else with funimation i complain all the time about my roku funimation app it doesn't work <laughs> yeah i mean the, the the counter to that obviously is that it's a paid service yep. it should be it should be functioning and, you, and saying that it's difficult to fix doesn't fix the fact that somebody's paying to use it and so it should be it should be workable i mean we have so many things in this world that if they break they literally cost people lives you can manage a stupid app that plays a video <laughs> we're not talking about life or death here you don't have to you know stress over it just fix it and make it functional 
but yeah, the, the the biggest problem is always in the idea that there's so many platforms that it has to go to and it has to work for all of them. So on the bright side, you may get lucky. And with the Crunchyroll merge, we end up with the Crunchyroll app. Although that's only moderately better. <laughs> you started that with, if you're lucky, they'll merge. <laughs> if you're unlucky, they'll merge. And then you'll be lucky that they'll merge the apps. Oh. No, and that that would be the downside of it if if we end up with everybody gets the Funimation app. Yeah, maybe we get the Crunchyroll app, which is only moderately better. Yeah, come on, Roberts, you can do this. We we, <laughs> we know you can, Roberts. We know you can. We still have faith in you. Kind uh, of. <laughs> let's see here. Star K says, "I heard the call, so here's some questions for my favorite anime podcasters." Oh, one. What house or apartment from an anime would you like to live in? Although the majority aren't that noticeable, there are some good standouts like Konosuba Mansion, which is a personal favorite of mine. It wouldn't be bad. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, I I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where it's it's bitten. I I can even but... I can even ignore the creepy creepy dolls. <laughs> I want to use a restroom. That's a little bit. That, that was the that was the the line drawn there for me. Is 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 needing to use a restroom in there? No, I I think the 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 new one that came out here, the Black Company. His his his. He had a nice little crib set up before he got transported. He's got like his little mansion at the top of a skyscraper, and he's got it all made, nice view and everything. And then suddenly, that's gone. None of that no more. I don't know. I, I <laughs> do we get characters? That's the get the the big question. Do we get the characters? Because I, I I could go to Slime World. I don't think that that's part of the question at all. They didn't specify that they like Konosuba Mansion because they want Megam in there or anything like that. It's true. I that, that's why I'm asking. I mean that this is an important question. That's I why mean, it's kind of a difficult one to answer. It's it, like I'm it, just thinking get, of like the get, places themselves and it, like Love Hina or something like that. That was a nice little kind of. Lay out the head yeah, but there. you 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 have storming uh, big pans, wash pans. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That was a thing, and and lots of and lots of regular flights, regular flights, like yeah. <laughs> regular flights into the air. See, I see. I can go to 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 um, uh, three hundred years killing slimes, and then you could uh, you could get two two lolly uh, slime girls. You get a you get a couple of cute dragon girls. A ghost girl. Uh, I'm struggling here because I don't elf think that girl that's making you lots of money. It's odd that I don't think there's really many. There's not much emphasis put on the living conditions with these shows. It's <laughs> like they're usually typically just like plain Japanese houses <laughs> with with paper walls and stuff <laughs> that you have to fix on a regular basis. None of them are really ever like super cool houses. Could go now. Now, just throwing this out there. Into the 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 time chamber in in Dragon Ball Z, live there for a little while, then you can see time as it goes by. Yeah, that sounds terrible, Chris. <laughs> that sounds well. I mean, there there is the idea that you bring stuff in with you and you can watch shows in incredibly high speed. So I yeah. guess that is yeah, the hyperbolic time chamber would be nice. No, I I think even better. I think they had one of the spaceships which had all the comet, you know, the living accommodations that you need and it also had a hyperbolic time timber in it so that would be a better option that particular spacecraft because then you get the both otherwise you're just having a chamber and you have to like leave every now and then to get food or something unless you bring a whole lot of food in with you canned foods 
<laughs> all that kind of stuff. Something won't <laughs> something won't go bad inside the time chamber. Uh, I, I I feel like I'm missing something, but I don't know. Like I said, I, it, it's odd because I don't really think many of them really highlight anything special about houses and stuff. They're usually very basic. But it's more yeah. about the characters than the ship. Yeah, basically. I know there's the what was this the the Tommy Matt. <laughs> Have like basically portals to so many different girls. See, and your I, house. I was thinking, I was thinking to Tommy Matt uh, room as well because, but because all the girls just keep coming and just falling from the sky for yeah. you. Yeah, but again, that goes back to the idea if we're including the cast itself with it. So. Yeah, and then at, at that point, you're just really choosing based off the cast, and that doesn't really have anything to do with the apartment or whatever. So, like I said, I, I think the guy at the beginning of of um, Black Company had it pretty well made. That would be pretty nice. Um, if you could pick a character to have a spinoff, which character would you choose and what entertainment medium would you think suits them best? Uh, example, show, manga, game, movie, etc. I'm still waiting for them to adapt the Rem spinoff um, mm-hmm. book that they had for... Basically, it's this concept where Subaru chooses Rem at that particular point in the story, and they made an entire light novel based off of it, which is... Like I said, need to be adapted. I think uh, I think people were trying to push Elon Musk to to paying for them to adapt that because they talked about ReZero getting a sequel, and they're like, "Hey, the Rim's got his own story, and they could do that." So apparently, that didn't work out. Apparently, he did not get the right contacts in order to pay for that to happen. Unfortunately, but yeah, I would like that. I mean, there's just basically go back, listen to all of our podcast reviews, and me ranting about shows pulling a sakura sao and make a spinoff where the story is correctly done there you go <laughs> i could i sakura could, I could, being I could one a, of them <laughs> i could do a golden time where the other girl get uh play uh gets the win but that's me um in in, in school live with the girls becoming uh yuri harem <laughs> i don't know i i'm i'm there's a lot of them that I would love to see because um, automatically, like we made the joke about earlier, uh, uh, Kaneko would be a nice one to see. Um, that, yeah, it, it, pretty much you go through our any 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 character that we go on a huge tirade about usually is the ones that is probably you could almost say, you, well, you went on a rant about this. Yeah, I, I would love a, a, a side story of that character. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess if 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 you wanted me to pick, I would probably say it would be Rim. I'd, I'd want that. And, and that's is. the thing is, like, it, it technically already has it. It's just I want it to be adapted. Really, is what it is. I want it, I want an anime formatted of it. I, I think they've they've had people actually create fan created uh, versions of it, but I want the like official adaptation of it. Would be would be fantastic. Didn't we Didn't we talk about last week the Kuroneko? Was it getting an anime or a, a manga? It's getting a manga spinoff. Oh, that needs to happen. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> that way you can act as if that never happened in the original show. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I, I, that, I think, is probably my biggest I want that. I, that character, I absolutely adore that character. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I should do this before I forget. Because um, he's talked about... Otaku space one space two space zero space three space four period individual numbers um, having something and so I don't forget and not do it. 
Yeah, they inquired back saying they have a channel. It's called Shut In Bacas. It's on YouTube. Uh, I've been mainly doing reviews and discussions like yours, so I was hoping you guys could give some sort of pointers uh, my way to improve my content. Um, I guess I technically should have watched this stuff first. I, I mean, I, I've peeked in it a little bit, but not fully. But um, looking to do some collaborations, and uh, we'll speak on it later. But yeah, if you guys got a chance, check out Shut In Bacas on YouTube. Definitely um, check them out and support them. We always like the idea of supporting individuals that listen to us and support us. Kind of spread the love around. And I, I think that's a, a nice little aspect. I haven't listened too much to see if you might be mean and, and angry about certain things uh, that I can't support. Like if you were to be saying, uh, who is Rem? I can't support you no more. I hate that joke. It's not funny. It's never been funny. The Who is Rem has never been funny. Don't say it. If I hear that on your stuff, I'm I'm gonna blacklist you. Anyway, <laughs> he's gonna do that just to just to just to tease you. Yeah, no, not to tease. I'm literally going to don't tease. It's not even <laughs> funny if it's tease. It's not even funny. It's never funny. Let's see here. Um, da, 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 da. What else do we have? Da, 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 da. Who did that to you, Andrew? Who? You seem scarred by that. It's just a joke that, that was about on Twitter since the beginning of the first, <laughs> or the, I guess the second core of the first season. It's always been around. I'm tired of it. Bacon chips, aka bacon chips, um, or, or also known as bacon chips, says. It, audience that's not that, is that that guy from the dark web? No, it's a different person. Oh, okay. Says audience applause. Who's applauding? What? What do you do? Are we cheering that you've entered the <laughs> arena or something? Uh, I have questions, not all anime-related, but questions nonetheless. It will be a multitude of questions that you have to name the episode Bacon Ships Questions. We'll see about that. Um, first question is, is pineapple on pizza a sin? No. No. It's fine. It's the sweet and salty thing. It doesn't mean that all pizzas have to have pineapple on it. It's just every now and then it's good to have a pineapple pizza. And it's not just pineapple. Now, let me correct that. If it's a pizza with nothing but pineapple on it, bleh, no. It's got to be pineapple and bacon ham on there. It's a mixture. Canadian bacon. Canadian bacon, sorry. It's a mixture. It's a salty and sweet mixture. Anyways, fight me on it. People get really angry about that thing, though. <laughs> Like, I really don't why care. This, why has it become such a heated debate? I <laughs> Who cares? I personally love me some Italian sausage on a pizza. I can handle pineapple. Not my favorite, but it is what it is. I But mm. is it a sin? No. 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 Second question. What is your favorite anime opening? I'm going to go with Seraph of the End. I think we always end up going back to Utuaramono. That was a that really one was good fantastic. Intro. I will admit that. Um, here recently, I cannot get. We, we talked about the. We talked about uh, Tokyo Ravens a couple now, podcasts ago, and I keep listening to that intro. It's a great intro. Icon- iconography, Evangelion. I thought you were going to say the um, Konami Suzuki one. The the Watamade. Yeah, <laughs> that one wasn't one. But see, that when when I say iconography, something that the second you hear that song, it's in your head. You know it. Now, Watamote, love that one. 
but it doesn't have the same kind of staying power. So yeah, like you were saying, when it's you mentioned, a, it's just crazy. It's it's kind of iconic for the the craziness that it was. Mm-hmm. Anything Swan here, Yuki? Um, Brave shines fantastic. A lot of Amor stuff is is always a huge one for me. Recreators intro was fantastic. Um, what was that one? What was that one called? It was. Oh, my gosh, I can't, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. But yeah, Recreators intros are fantastic. Anything Swan here, Yuki is fantastic. Amor's fantastic. I'm trying to think older ones, and I think, like I said, Utawatamano always comes to mind. Uh, Gunslinger Girls is is f- phenomenal. <laughs> like I get emotional just listening to that intro. <laughs> yeah, and and, and and we're we're talking in in general. I, I Lane mean, Serial Experiments Lane. Like yeah, and, and it's crazy. Oh, I love uh, Hilder in the Darkness. I love. Yes. <laughs> Not, not so, the show, no, the OP. I was saying, I was like, it's fantastic opening, but it's like giving me reminders of like, oh gosh, that show just. What did you do? <laughs> and that, and that's the thing is, is I love the nostalgia of, that it brings in a lot of cases. Like I said, listening to Serial Experiments Lane opening, just complete nostalgia for that. Gunslinger Girls does the same thing. Yeah, there is a level of, um, the the iconography of that song. I mean, it may not necessarily. Uh, bring the show up. I mean, I, I think if Gangsta, Gangsta was was absolutely <laughs> fantastic, and and we're throwing out a lot of shows. And like when Andrew had mentioned Watamote, I I can think of the song because it, it was just I loved it so much. I, that's probably if not my number two, my number one of all of hers that she did, and it, because of just how much. It, how awesome that that entire intro was i loved it yeah there's tons of them though there's tons of uh, berserk had a phenomenal intro too and it doesn't really technically fit if you think about it but it was a good intro uh noragami's intros are always fantastic oral cigarettes and and um man with mission does phenomenal ones like blood um uh, iron blooded orphans had phenomenal music for that one most all of it is cr- crazy. Black Clover always ends up having really phenomenal openings as well. Always enjoy those ones. So there's tons of them. I, I think if you had me, if you want me to choose one, I'll probably change my mind in like two seconds. Uh... See, and that's Seraph of the End was the only the only one of um, the the Swano Hiroyuki that I would go. Yeah, if I if I was to stick with a Swano Hiroyuki, it would probably be this one. But yeah, I, I Watamode probably would be. I would lean towards that one probably. But yeah, because now that you mentioned it, I can't choose. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'll just go with Utawatamono because I always think of that one first whenever I think of an intro. Mm-hmm. But um, and that that one is a very very unique one that uh, very when you when you hear it, uh, well, Twelve Kingdoms. Is Every time I hear that intro, I think of her running on or uh, oh, Yona of the Dawn. Because now that I think of Twelve Kingdoms, I think of Yona of the Dawn. Those were were fantastic as well. I don't remember those ones, so they're very yeah. very melodic and 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 M- not memorable enough for me. I guess they're very <laughs> very beautiful song songs. Uh, there you go. Um, if you had a fight. If you had to fight anyone in anime, who would it be, and do you think you would win? If if I had to choose in order to make sure that I win, <laughs> we'll go with that nerd guy from <laughs> Run With The Wind. 
the guy that like barely could run more than two feet before he got like completely wor- like like him when he first when the show first started and he was like a total weeb and unable to walk more than two feet before being exhausted. I'll choose him. I'm gonna fight him because I know I'll win. <laughs> like other than that, it's gonna be like what you have to choose some kind of cute girl or something like that just so you don't get your butt kicked. <laughs> but hey, some people might like the idea of fighting a cute girl. That way they can lose and be stepped on. There you go. So there's a good option there. I'll fight find, Rem go, and go I'll find, let her. I'll let her step on me. Go find some ringlets and get get smashed. Want <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, some kind of ringlets and have her step on me? There you go. Rin Tasaka. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she would love to step on somebody. I just feel like that would be the case. Uh, there's another reason to get Yoimiya. By the way, this Rin Tasaka seiyu. For the Japanese version for Genshin Impact, yeah, I was thinking about um, because 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 my 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 immediate reaction would be like, it would be kind of fun to to you know go to actually go toe to toe with some of the um, some of the boxers in Hajime no Ippo. I but then I thought about it. I don't like pain, and I don't really <laughs> want to. No, I thought this would be fun, and then I realized it hurt. And I said, <laughs> no, never mind. I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> So yeah, um, th- there there is no real good answer. So I I'll I'll, I'll take on Dagum, the weird nerd guy that you're talking about, <laughs> the, guy, the nerd from Run with the Wind. Yes, that is everybody's option right now. <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna probably get heat for this, but I'm gonna say it because it's funny. I'll be honest. The first thing that came to my mind when I read that question. Was the poor girl from Made Made in Abyss, and that's all I'm gonna say. And I'm a terrible person for thinking that, but that literally was the first thing that came to my mind. Is I can kick this blob thing, I just kick it, and I'll win. <laughs> I'm a terrible person, I know. Uh, what is the best fast food chain? I'm gonna go with Hardee's or Carl's Jr. in some parts of the country. Yeah, when I was in, when I was in the West Coast. I really did. Well, yeah, Carl's Jr. was a go-to for me, but technically In-N-Out was, like, like the best. Um, over here, <laughs> over here, there's not really any good options. Um, I like a Chick-fil-A every now and then. Um, five Guys, if we ever go far enough, we can get one of those. <laughs> and those are good just for those the fries alone. Burgers. But, I don't know, like, close... To get to's where we're at now, it's probably between Hardee's and Chick Fil A. It just depends on what I want, really. Chick Fil A, not a, right. I've, I've, my like desire for fast food has kind of dropped. So it's yeah. like not a, I don't feel like I want to go out of my way to get I, any. Now, I, I will be fair. To be fair, I do have a major addiction to Sonic's Ultimate Burritos. I, why, don't know. I do. I love it. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. Fifth question. What is your what is your strangest interaction with a random person? Like, for example, when I was a kid, I, a random man walked up to me uh, with a toy snake and said, Snake! Did you say it that way? Snake! Mike Melker saw it. To me and walked away, and I'm still haunted this <laughs> So he literally walked up, went snake, and then walked away. Interesting. 
was he like walking by and he decided, okay, there's a kid standing here, so I might as well interact really quickly and then kill up my, my, my life? Or was it like he he bolted for you, said snake, <laughs> and then said, my life is achieved, and he walked away? Like, was it... Maybe he was like doing he a. He was probably trying to be early days trying to make a viral video before it was a thing. <laughs> he was a trendsetter before it was a thing. He could have been the first viral video. He was no, no, TikTok to be, before to be TikTok fair, was TikTok. Yeah. I don't even know how old you are, so I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was like two years ago. To be fair, he was probably just trying to interact with a kid. The, Hey boy, snake. But that's me. <laughs> that's me. That's me trying to be nice. I mean, there's there's implications involved with snake, and and that that, that that's not. Why good. are we going in a dark direction here? I because Why I are mean, we walk in this direction. I'm being fair. I I don't know. I mean, it, there there is downsides to this interaction. There's you know good sides to it. He's seen a sad kid. He went over there. And he was look snake. Hey, good man. Snake. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I I don't really have. I think like the weirdest like story that I have with random people was when I was working at a grocery store. It was like my second job that I ever had, and we had an, a one of our one of our cash register workers. She was a dog breeder, and so she would often talk about her dogs that she's breeding these dogs, and these dogs are turning out good. We have this this set of puppies. They're great. And the oddity is that she called female dogs the name that you give female, actual female dogs, not the ones that we've adopted into calling women. Um, and so she would say the B word, like, just very loosely because she talks about the female dog, which is called this. It's referenced to this because they breed them. And so we would have customers that would come through and she'd just be talking to somebody about her B and this this person's like, what, is, what? What did she say? And it's like, it's okay. <laughs> She's a dog breeder, and she, she, that's what they're called. Um, that's just more of an issue of people adopting words into something else and turning them into bad things. They're not necessarily bad words; they're just turned into bad words. Uh, any stories from you? Most of mine are bully stories. So, yeah. Probably not bully stories. Yeah, oh, bully when was, stories. Yeah, when I was getting bullied a lot, so yeah, yeah, because people are weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. 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 Okay. 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 School stories. That's a whole other, <laughs> whole other thing. <laughs> okay. Um. I can see. I don't know if I Come should on, tell you. Some crazy I, military I do, stories. But see, this is me, not necessarily somebody else. I. I don't know. You being weird. That's yeah, your story. I have tons of me being weird stories. <laughs> Nobody cares about that. You know, you know how everybody else, everybody else, you know, when you ask somebody else about the weird, they'll talk about stories from me. You know? um. So, <laughs> well, it does say strangest interaction with a random person. Doesn't necessarily mean the random person was strange. I mean, here <laughs> his story that he gave could be he could be saying, look. Me being weirded out and scared by this person that wanted to show me a snake is the weird part. He was perfectly normal. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, like I said, I'm usually the weird one. Now, I, I, see, but but at the same time, I I look at the world as upside down and backwards. So it's kind of normal for me to look at everybody else as weird. Maybe it's just me that's weird. Yeah. Maybe I'm the normal one, and everybody else is crazy. 
That's very possible. Yeah, it's, it's so every interaction that I have is weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't, see that's the problem is I don't really have much a very good memory. I mean, I have my I've had my moments where crazy stuff has happened, but it's never like. I guess my problem is I, I I've changed the way that I look at weird people. Like <laughs> the the case of your story with the snake, it's like I I immediately think of is this guy crazy? Like is is, is he just maybe have a mental problem? Yeah, I mean the obvious thing is that he just want, is it just random. He wants to interact with a kid, and the kid unfortunately seen it as a very unfortunate thing as yeah. as terrifying. But most of my interactions, I I don't really I, I don't really see them as as something like that. I've I've always been pretty clean cut with my I'm, interaction with the people. I I'm, guess and, I'm a and, boring person, and and I'm and I'm the case of that type of person who really does come off the wrong way. Um, I just just a couple of weeks ago we had a customer who I was trying to imply something um, to get their help, and they took it as I was trying to make them feel bad, and. That was not my intention in any way, shape, or form. Luckily, the that that customer ended up talking to a couple of my coworkers, and they explained, "No, you just you misunderstood what he was trying to say." And they came and told me later that that customer had misunderstood what I was saying. And, it, and it's very true; I was not intending on it to be that way. But and so I tend to give people a lot of leeway because I do know that. In a lot of cases, I have that problem. So maybe that's not necessarily what their intention is. They may necessarily just be misunder. I'm misunderstanding what they're doing. Yeah, uh, that's the that's the troubling thing. Is is I, I think that people don't give other people the benefit of the doubt most of the time, and that's always been a frustrating thing to me. And being that I always try to get people to benefit out in most cases, which I, I think probably makes me the most, <laughs> again, it goes against me in, in having crazy stories is that I usually typically don't see it as a negative thing when they should be negative things. Um, I, I think the, the retail industry, or at least working in, in, in an industry where you're kind of seeing customers always is always kind of a, a place where you run into difficult problems like that. I always talk about the idea that when we were doing, sales at an office supply store, the the supervisors would often take liberties in how they sell certain things and then they would get themselves high up on the the selling of that particular thing, like a you know, a protection plan. Well, how do you sell a protection plan? Well if you're a supervisor, you just reduce the cost of the actual item to where it comes out even, and then you celebrate the fact that you sold a protection plan. Whereas we have to sell a protection plan on top of the cost of the item itself. So celebrating that stuff is kind of annoying or the idea that when you're trying to, you know, enact the policies for returns with, like, say, software where you can't return it at that time, um, you would tell one person no, they would walk away, and the next person would be adamant about it and tell it and yell at the supervisor, and they would get it returned. And it's like, well, you're kind of defeating it. We had that case with, um, I don't know if I told that on here before, um, again, no returns at this office supply place for software. And we have this one old lady would come in. I, I literally, to this day, vividly remember this. It was, it wasn't like back to back. It was like, a, I think it was within the same day or maybe um, two days, but this old lady comes in and she has a software and she's like, I need to return this. It didn't work on my computer. And I'm like, sorry, man, we don't do returns of software. She took it and she walked away. I said, okay, that's, that's your policy. Literally, I get, like I said, same day or maybe the next day, 
big guy comes in and starts yelling about wanting to return software. He's seen it on the wall. He knew it. He starts getting like, I'm going to see your super, let me see your supervisor. Stands over the supervisor and starts yelling at him. So no, you do, this thing's broken. You should do return and all this kind of stuff. And then sure enough, he comes over and overrides it and returns it. And it's like, and I told him later on, I'm like, I literally told an old lady the other day, I can't do this. And she didn't yell. And, and yeah, I know he knew he just wanted to satisfy the customer. So it's like, again, that was that early on trying to instill to me the idea that the louder you yell, the more <laughs> service you yeah. get. Unfortunately, not the case for Funimation app. Right. <laughs> Fortunately, not the case anymore because all these companies hide behind emails and stuff. Ugh. I think that's like a sad thing of, of the world right now. It's just everything that we rely on is behind emails and stuff that you can never directly contact people about issues anymore. It's Sorry, I'm being a downer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being a downer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I've been I've never really... Um... We had a lot of cases with, like, theft at that grocery store that I worked at, too. We had a that same lady that I just talked about, the breeder. She chased somebody out the door one day because they, they loved stealing liquor from our store, especially late at night, obviously. These people would come in, they would grab a bottle and run out the door. And obviously, and it was the case with then, and that was quite a while back. Even the case then was, you don't chase them. You let them go. There's no reason to put, basically, it's a liability issue, but... That old lady, like, she was literally, like, I would say she was 70, maybe 65. She was probably in her 60s. Um, yeah, she would, she'd bowl after those kids. Like, so often they would drop it in, like, a basket as they were running by it just because they were afraid of her. <laughs> but, yeah, she, everybody else is like, oh, there goes another one. They just ran out the door. There got another one. She's just, like, boom, she's gone. She's after them. She'd chase them all the way around the corner and everything. It was great. Uh, dog breeder. Never minced her words, and she chased down those liquor thieves. <laughs> I had a lot of fun times there. It was that was a that was a fun job. That was mainly because it's late night, like working late night shifts. Everything's always crazy, except for graveyard shifts. I worked graveyard shifts before at an office supply place. It was not fun. I'll never do that again. Because like you're basically going to hang out with your friends, and then suddenly out of nowhere, it's like they're all ready to go down. And because I was a part of a a car club at the time, Saturn Car Club, so cool. The 96 Saturn so super cool. <laughs> blazes fast with its loud muffler and and lights and everything. Now he has an SUV. <laughs> yeah, now I have an SUV. <laughs> um, it's got good gas mileage, and you can put stuff in it. It's not like a <laughs> gas juggler, like a like a truck. But no, it. Yeah, we would always get together yeah, with our car club. Yeah, my mom went from a minivan to a freaking massive tank. truck, <laughs> a tank. <laughs> She's like terrified to drive up a cliff to a dump. And I still stick with my little teeny cars. But no, we would get we'd all get together for our little kind of drive around together and it would like sorry guys, gotta go to work <laughs> like freaking ten o'clock at night. It was terrible. I never want to do that again. But even then we would have people like come to the door thinking they can get in to buy something in the middle of the night. It's like lights are off on a, for a reason. It's people trying to buy something at like two o'clock in the morning from an office supply place. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I'll probably think of like 50 stories after we finish recording. Probably. Um, it's hard to think of things off the fly. But I hope that you get over your rubber snake fears. Honestly, do. I, 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 think it's, I think it's terrible that anybody should be... Is it that you're haunted by rubber snakes? 
or hunted by or the haunted guy. by random people that might have rubber snakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're walking around. This is so bad that I'm laughing at this because this is gonna be truly bad. I hope it's not truly bad. If it is, I've, I'm very sorry. I just I have this like, mentality of this person like walking down the street, then like it has the here comes a person on like the other side of the street, and then like zooms in their focus on the person's hand that's in their pocket. Could there be a rubber snake in their pocket? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just a toothbrush. The guy had a toothbrush in his pocket. <laughs> oh, this person! Oh, the lady's pulling something out of her purse. What could it be? Oh, it's her car keys. <laughs> it's mean. Um, but it's fine because it's against the dark web. Sticking it to the dark web. At least you don't have a problem with people pulling out rubber mice or rubber. I thought you were going to go in the wrong direction again, Chris. Be careful. You're the one having weird thoughts, not me. I was mm-hmm. thinking about mm-hmm. little rubber mice and mm-hmm. little rubber – because my boss has a little rubber rat for whatever reason. I don't know why, but he has one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He tries really hard to scare the, the ladies at, at my work. I don't know why. That would be why. Does he say mouse whenever he goes? <laughs> no. He just throws it at him. <laughs> rat. Uh, it's sitting in the middle of our dog food place for whatever reason. We had a we had a rubber snake thing. We we had this one. T- I used to the last. Well, yeah, it would technically be the last place that I worked at. Um, <laughs> is this this like building that has a bad issue with birds? And obviously, birds at a place that's a manufacturer plant for food products is a bad thing to have because you don't want this sight of a bunch of bird poop everywhere. Plus the contamination issues. So our front office had a huge bird problem. So the way that the, 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 the VP at the time thought that they can resolve that was to put rubber snakes up on the columns of the front office. <laughs> so, so I bought these rubber snakes and they literally had somebody from maintenance go up on this lift and tack nail these rubber snakes to the top of these columns so the birds won't perch on it and do their business it's like i'd rather have bird poop everywhere than a bunch of rubber snakes hanging off the side of it and it didn't work like the birds would fly up and like hang out on top of the snakes and just like look around um i guess the alternatives were worse because they had like you could there was like a certain type of bird fake bird that you can put up there that would scare them away there was the spikes obviously putting spikes up there so they can't rest themselves on top of it but yeah there's my rubber snake story mm-hmm. is as columns of rubber snakes all over the place at your workplace that doesn't even work because the birds are just flying around them my rubber snake story ended up with rubber mice and rubber rats so we're doing good <laughs> anyways um again we'll probably have five million stories after this it's just hard to remember them on the spot but I hope that was fun. Uh, thanks, Bacon Chips, a.k.a. Bacon Chips, for your question, if that's really your name. But um, thanks, everybody, for their questions. No, his around. name is XXX. It's Bacon not the same Chips. person. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Gosh, you're breaking the you're breaking the immersion. Again, thanks to – I'm not going to do it again. I know it's a funny joke, but I'm not going to keep doing it. But it's Haku12034, uh, Havoc. Um, yeah, thanks, everybody, for the questions. Jack TWD 4th and Star K. Definitely appreciate you guys sending it. Thanks for answering the call, getting the questions out there. We definitely uh, thank you guys for your support through that way. Definitely gives us some content to work with. 
But we hope you guys enjoyed this discussional podcast episode. As always, um, we definitely appreciate everybody's support, especially those on Patreon, those that tell other people about us, those that go to our YouTube and support us there. I think we just hit 4,100 uh, subscriber, which is a fantastic. Um, yeah, all the different ways you guys can support us. We definitely appreciate it. And as always, we thank you all for listening. We hope you all enjoyed, and you all take care. Peace.